BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Balance Blonde Podcast, Soul on Fire. I'm your host, Jordan Younger, and today we have my dear friends, Britt and Tara from Elevate the Globe on the podcast. I had them on the show back in 2017 when the podcast was quite new and we recorded out of my old apartment. They were new friends at the time and they taught me all about Kundalini. So if you have been a listener since the beginning, then you probably heard that episode and went on the Kundalini journey with me. Kundalini yoga quickly became a very big part of my life and my awakening and the interesting and amazing thing is I always will feel like I manifested meeting Brett and Tara. We talk about meeting in this episode so I won't give it away but I had been manifesting at that time learning learning about kundalini yoga. I didn't know anything about kundalini yoga. I barely knew what it was, but I knew that it was going to be an essential part of my spiritual awakening journey. And yes, it was. It was the first time in a kundalini class that Britt and Tara introduced me to with their teacher, Tage, one of their teachers, that I had visions, that I was able to see colors and shapes and vortexes and Things that at the time didn't necessarily make sense, but they started to make a lot more sense the more that I woke up and the more that I became aware of my own gifts. And here we are today. Britt and Tara are the founders of Elevate the Globe, which is a spiritual teaching and wellness hub where you can find the tools and guidance to raise the vibration of your energy. They have their 528 Academy, which is a Kundalini Academy with all sorts of programs that they've created from Kundalini Inspiration to their brand new book. You guys will love their book. It's called Good Morning Intentions, and it's full of rituals that will completely change your life and your daily routine. And I have started doing the rituals that we talked about in this episode when I asked Britt and Tara for their psychic guidance on which ones that I needed the most. And did I mention that they are two of my closest friends? They were at our wedding. They mean so much to me. They mean so much to Jonathan. And these are just like two of the truest people you will 
ever meet in your life. They radiate kindness and goodness from their heart. They are so in their integrity. I mean, these women wake up, they do their sadhana every morning, which means they wake up at before the crack of dawn to do their spiritual practice. They bring so much value to their community. And they're just two women that I am so ridiculously thankful to have in my life as my friends, as my dear Kundalini teachers. And I could go on and on. I could tell you all the raving things about them, but I know that you will learn all about them from this conversation and this episode, which before I recorded the intro was exactly 108, one hour and eight minutes, which is the number of the universe. So I invite you to look at those signs and what those signs might mean. I believe we talk about signs in this episode because we all certainly have them. And before we get into the episode, I wanted to remind you that if you feel inspired to rate and review the show on iTunes, I have a free gift for you. So you can send me a screenshot to jordanatthebalancebond.com so I can thank you personally and send you my free yoga ebook. Rating and reviewing the show just really helps it get discovered on the Apple podcast app. Whoa, I almost said the Apple store. I don't even know with all the lingo these days. It helps it get discovered. It's the best way to support the show and it means so much to me. And before we get into the episode, I would like to thank our first sponsor of today's show, Sakara. I am such a huge fan of Sakara. I don't even know where to begin. Sakara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. It was founded by Whitney and Danielle, who have been on the podcast, and I have known them since 2013, since the inception of my blog. They were there when I transitioned from the Blonde Vegan to the Balanced Blonde at this intimate event in the East Village, and they have just been such an inspiration to me and such dear friends throughout this process of evolving in the wellness world and they are just crushing it. So if you're looking to change your diet, instead of restricting what you eat, what if you nourish your body with the healthiest and most nutritious food? With Sakara, you're putting the best in your body so that you can feel your absolute most radiant. So I know we all want to feel better about what we eat, but sometimes we just don't really have time to prepare healthy meals that also taste good. So with Sakara, you can reach those health goals without sacrificing taste and without sacrificing time. They have these delicious ready-to-eat meals that are made with powerful plant-based ingredients. So yes, everything is plant-based and vegan, so it's TBB approved, that is designed to boost your energy, improve your digestion, and get your skin glowing. Their menu is always so creative, crafted by a chef for breakfast, lunch, and dinner that changes weekly. So it will always keep you on your toes and you'll never get bored. And it's delivered straight to your door, fresh anywhere in the U.S. And beyond their delicious plant-rich meals, Sakara also offers daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas to support your nutrition game. So I love experiencing the power of plants as medicine. You guys know this. They have their best-selling metabolism super powder that tastes like chocolate. It's made with organic raw cacao. It works to boost energy, eliminate bloating, minimize sugar cravings, and reduce fatigue. And let me tell you, it actually works. I also put their beauty drops in my water for some extra chlorophyll-rich hydration. And everything about Sakara is just so spot on. Their branding is elevated. The food is delicious. And if you're looking to eat more plants and do it in a sustainable and easy way and fresh and delicious, then this is the way to do it. So right now, 
now only, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off of their first order when they go to sakara.com slash balanced and enter the code blonde20 at checkout. So that is sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A.com slash balanced, B-A-L-A-N-C-E-D and enter that code blonde20, B-L-O-N-D-E. 20 at checkout to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash balanced, enter code blonde20. You're going to love it. And now let's get into this conversation with Brett and Tara. What? Oh my God. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> four years have passed, but luckily we see each other all the time, except for this year, because, um, but it feels like we still do. <laughs> you guys are such special people in my life. And when you came on the show four years ago, we talked all about Kundalini. So people might need a little refresher because we haven't, I haven't really had many people on with that subject in a while. But let's just start by introducing, saying who you guys are, and all that good stuff. Perfect. <laughs> um, so this is Britt, so you can get to know our voices. And I am the founder of Elevate the Globe. We also have a podcast, The Elevator. And Tara and I have been good friends since we were 12 and basically came to this planet with this mission to help elevate the globe, similarly to you, of course, Jordan, and just connecting with more and more souls and people who are doing the same work. So Kundalini is one of the biggest tools thus far, as far as my practice and what we love to practice and teach that has helped with the ascension and with just this constant growth that is happening that we've been talking about. So I'm so passionate about it and love sharing it and am just here to do that right now in bigger and bigger ways. Yeah. And I am Tara and gosh, Elevate the Globe came through so clearly five years ago now. And it is just completely changed my whole lifestyle, even through, you know, I've, I've grown so much just creating it with Brit and Brit and I've been friends since we were 12 and very much like sisters. And, you know, we, God, Kundalini yoga has just been something that's absolutely, I think it's really transformed me from the inside out, but starting with my emotional body specifically. And I just, I just went to go visit my parents last weekend and my parents told me, they're like, you feel so much different than ever before. And, you know, my emotions, it's been, I've been practicing this Kundalini yoga every day for about six or seven years now. And it has really gotten me to this place of full blown peace in my emotional body and knowing how to manage it. And so I think it's one of these tools that I'll never stop talking about because it's just absolutely changed everything in my life. And I mean, it's, I get to teach it every day. I get to share it every day with people. And that's also not something I ever thought was possible until I started practicing the work that actually really helped me to expand and open up to receive, you know, my full blown destiny. I mean, I'm very much aligned with the destiny of Elevate the Globe, joined with Brit and it came right through and we've been creating it ever since. Yeah. It's so amazing. Yeah. It's so cool to see how far you guys have come. And the first time you guys were on the podcast, I'm pretty sure it was 
your your business was called High Vibe Living. Yeah. And so a lot of things have changed. I love the name Elevate the Globe for obvious reasons. (laughs) It just fits so well. Mm -hmm. It's so amazing. While you guys were talking, I just had a flash in my mind. Do you guys remember, obviously you remember when we ran into each other in Bali? Yes. Like oh my how, gosh. how just how crazy yes. and small world that was. Yes. That was so amazing. Yeah. It just flew into my mind while you were both talking. I don't even know why, but that was just such a special, such a special trip. Oh God, that was great. Moment. I, that actually brought my mind, brought that up a couple of days ago, thinking about coming here to see you. Cause we I haven't seen you in a few, like maybe a year because yeah, of crazy. all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we just, have been always kind of connecting on this journey, all three of us as, mm-hmm. as sort of, we, we all like as sort of, as soon as I started creating all of this with Brit, it's like, you're just kind of dropped right in I know. and you've been here with us ever since. Right. It it's is really special cool to align. We were actually talking about how we first all met in Santa Barbara and how cool that story was and how many synchronicities there were. And then Yes, thinking about Bali out of all the places to just run into each other on Literally the street. Literally run into each other. I'm pretty sure it was Jonathan that was like, that's Brett and Tara and Everest and Emily. Yes. And then we then saw Emily all over Bali after that. That's why the world is so crazy small. You can be on the other side of the planet and see the people that you're meant to be close to and the people that are meant to be in your life. It's so special. And I think also because all of us do this work, this deeper work of elevating our our own bodies and our own minds all the time, those synchronicities just happen. It's really wild and so cool. I remember one of the first times I did Kundalini with you guys and you, Tara, you see spirit guides and things. And I remember you kind of sharing like what my guides were doing behind me and the Angelian who I brought. And I just remember thinking, oh my God, how does she do that? That is so cool. And then to kind of have honed some of those gifts over time as well is like, it's just amazing to have friends who are so powerful and so in tune. Yeah. I think we use the Kundalini yoga to actually really refine those gifts and open them up even more and expand them even more. And so you know, it was really cool that you've brought that up because it's something that's interesting that's been happening. And I don't know if maybe anyone that's listening has been feeling this too, but I've noticed like when I first started out on this journey, I was opening up so much. I was so, so open and my emotional body was a little bit like up and down like a roller coaster pretty often. And then it almost as though if I was seeing all these spirits, like Britt would tell, we would like be in the house and Brit would be like, what are you seeing? And then she'd be like, I see something over there. I'm like, I see something over here. And like, we'd get messages and downloads and all these things. And I'd be able to see all this stuff. And then as I went really deep into my own like shadow depth, I really went down into the depths of myself. That intuition for me, that vision kind of slowly stopped. It stopped and it slowed and it it started morphing into other things because I don't know why exactly, but I've noticed, and I've talked to a lot of other people that have been, you know, maybe further along on the journey. And they'll tell me that this has also happened to them too, that as they were working out some of the deeper emotional sides of themselves, 
their visions or their clear audience or things were sort of toned down a bit so that they could actually work through the stuff, not get distracted and not be confused. And then as you're settling out and finding more peace internally, then it starts to come back on in even bigger ways. And I'm like, okay, I think I'm, that made me feel so good because I was like, what happened? I used to be able to see so much and I still do, but not like vividly. Like I remember seeing your guides. I, I see things differently now and I'm coming out of that shadow work. I was just saying earlier that I feel so much more peace and I'm like, okay, I, it's, it's about ready to come back online in a bigger, better way. So I think that's exciting. And I've also talked to a lot of people that have said that is something that I've gone through before I had a huge like opening. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I definitely relate to that. Mm -hmm. I so relate to that. That makes me feel better, actually. More so with like channeling the Pleiadians, where I will have maybe last year and the year before just this amazing contact. And people are like, what are the new messages from the Pleiadians? I'm like, I wouldn't know. I don't know because I just haven't been, I haven't even been taking the time lately to be as in tune. But also, it's not as clear with me right now for whatever reason. And that's okay. And I totally agree with you. It's because of deeper, deeper self-work and something in the cosmos was like, Jordan, you've got to focus on yourself for a little while. You have a lot of things going on in your body and your life. So that makes so much sense. I love that. Yeah. I feel like we have this beautiful journey on the spiritual path and just knowing that our intuition is guiding us and our spirit guides and source is guiding us. So if we're feeling like, oh, I want to connect to the Palladians or I'm seeing all these spirits or whatever it is, as far as gifts that are present, knowing that, oh yeah, this right now is my time to connect and this is what I need right now. And then if it shifts and you're not as called to that or you need to do something more physical, more human <laughs> for a while, <laughs> then just knowing that it's part of the journey and it ebbs and flows, but it's not like it's turned off or it's never right. going to come back. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Is important. Yes. Yeah. So what would you say then that both of your main gifts are? Like everyone's gifts are so different. Everybody listening will have different gifts than each other. So what are yours? So for me, I have a really deep feeling body. Like I really connect deeply with feeling and more of the knowing gifts. And so I will receive a lot of audio messages a lot, but a lot of times it comes in the form of a message or a synchronicity and I'll just know and feel so deeply. So it's hard to sometimes put words to it or put context to it or understand how to explain it, especially to those closest to my life. But it's definitely something that just is always really present and always guiding me very, very strongly. And I just feel it and know it so deeply. And it just continues to be stronger and stronger and stronger. So yeah, I think that's one of my biggest ones. And then speaking to and just sharing more with my voice has been a big journey with my throat chakra and huge activations and just how my voice sounds a little bit different has always been a big part of my journey. Me too. We've right? never talked about this. I don't think we have either. 
I relate. I relate. It's such a thing. <laughs> right? Yes, it's such a thing. I always had such a huge block about that as well. Just being such a California girl with my voice and always in high school being made fun of for my voice. Just you can say the most intelligent thing and someone could still laugh at you because it's like, oh, you said it this way. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but that has been a whole thing in my life for sure. Oh my gosh. So mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. People used to ask where my accent was from or where I was from. And people would go, are you from Australia or the UK or somewhere not on this planet? Where is that accent from? Oh yeah. <laughs> somewhere not on this planet. But also I don't see that. Your voice sounds normal to me, but what is normal anyway? Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my <laughs> grandfather had me do Toastmasters because he wanted me to articulate my words more. And so it's just been this ever-evolving thing that I've come to love but was such a big insecurity. But I do feel like, you know, our our voices are certain ways for a reason. And especially with teaching meditation and yoga and just speaking more, I feel like there are specific tones and frequencies that are gifts that I agree. You know? That's so beautiful. And do you feel like having a podcast has been helpful for that? It's like the ultimate overcoming of vocal issues. Yes, absolutely. And you are one of the biggest reasons why we started the podcast after we were on your <laughs> podcast. And I had no idea that that was going to be such mm-hmm. a big part of it. But 100% out of anything that I've ever done, the podcast has helped me with the throat chakra. So it's a big one. Yes. Me too. And if you go back and listen to my old episodes, which I don't recommend anyone does, but you would see my voice, I've been told, sounds completely different now. Mm. And it's like a healed thing. And it's also like a confidence thing. And whatever it is has definitely happened. But my voice I don't know about you guys, but will like shape shift. I think depending on what I'm doing, some people will say your voice puts me to sleep in like a really beautiful way. Other people will still say your voice is very annoying. And so, yeah, it's just been about leaning into that and like just kind of letting go of what do people think? Because all I can do is be myself, sound like myself, be more integrated into who I am and speak with confidence. Yeah. What about you? What are your gifts? Well, we know some of them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's interesting. And I love both of your voices, by the way. (laughs) Um, I didn't actually think about that. You know, you both have very distinct voices. I just, sorry, that was very much an eye-opening thing. Yeah. But my gifts. Okay. So it's definitely, it's, I see things and like, I can see visions it's very much a clairvoyance i can and i feel most comfortable with the clairvoyance as well i see things visually like i can actually see like words and objects and different colors and energy patches and things like in people's auras physically but it's not like a it's very much through my third eye and then i see visions and actual like timelines and things that are also available, which used to really confuse me because there's so many timelines, there's infinite amount. So reading things became a little bit like I got a little attached sometimes to visions I would see. So that is the the biggest gift I have. I love being able to see. It's just so wonderful for my mental body. I have a lot of mental energy. 
I think that that's also been a detriment to myself, but I think it's also a gift to have so much mental power that like, if you know how to use it and harness it and put feeling behind it, you can create so much. It's like, whoa, but you have to get your emotions and your mental energy in check, right? But I think that's probably the biggest thing for me is being able to see and knowing is another one. Knowing is is also another one that, is I think a little probably different than Brit's like like gut knowing. I always go to Brit. I'm like, what do you what does your gut say? Like, what do you what does your gut say about this? Because she can give like a right quick answer. I'm like, I can see knowingly where things are going based on the current vibration that I'm in or the situation is residing in. And so that's where my knowing comes from. I can like see if energy is like gonna hit and connect or if it's going to bounce off of each other mm-hmm. and kind of like when down on the path. So it's cool. Timelines. It's, really it's timelines. Yeah. I'm good at timelines. Months and times and like, dates. Yes. <laughs> and I get them. I can see them in people's auras and I'm always like, okay. And I like to test <laughs> yeah, you it. Do. You know, I like to mm-hmm. be like, okay, well just, this is what I see. And if somebody gives me the feedback, like you said that, I'd be like, oh, cool. Okay, cool. That, that's, yeah. that means that I'm in, tuned into the correct frequency and the Absolutely. correct information. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that also goes back to your human design in a way because Mm -hmm. you're a projector. Yeah. And projectors are very much like seeing things from a bird's eye view. Mm -hmm. So you're living your design. Yeah. And then you're a generator. (laughs) And are you an emotional generator? Do you know like your authority? Because it sounds like it could be related to like a gut feeling or the emotions. Yeah. It's I'm a two four, but I forget the authority. I'm not so deep into human design, but it is the gut. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So Mm -hmm. totally. Is that the so two, four is the numbers are different than the authority. Authority, There's, there's yeah. so much with human design. So I'm much. definitely not an expert either, but I just love yeah, learning all I the love things. it. Do you know what your numbers are? Um, is it the, I'm not a human design expert either. Is it six, two? Yeah, that would six, be two? one. Is it, mm-hmm. I was going to say six, one, but I know that's not right. Six, two, where you like around 30 up until 30 years old, which was very much me. You're kind of figuring it out. And then 30, I think to like 50 or 60, I'm like, don't quite know. No, totally. <laughs> like, all yeah, of the human design right, people are like, right. no, 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 no. <laughs> Probably like, okay, let me tell her. But I feel very much like a projector in that way. Yeah. I'm very much living my design in terms of the age groups. Right. Yeah. That's the same. I think that might be anything with a six in the profile because okay. I'm a four six and it, that was the same. It's the like six? Okay. Saturn return was yeah. very huge for us and very life-changing and shook up everything. Oh my God. It was huge for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I moved. I ended up, we ended up coming together and doing and downloading this. I think we told it on the last, I think we I think told so. the story yeah. on the last. Story, yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. It, that was really interesting. And um, that happened during the very end of my Saturn return. It was like a gift mm-hmm. from Saturn. It's <laughs> yes. like, you've done the work. Now here you go. That's how Saturn works. <laughs> it does. The end yeah. of Saturn return is amazing. Yeah. Then my final end of Saturn return was when I got married. And then on our honeymoon, astrologically exactly is when I was no longer in my Saturn return. Oh my And gosh. I did feel, I thought I felt like a lot better with my health, but now I realize, well, I did feel better, but I feel even better now. So, so many things. Oh my god. It's gosh. all so amazing. 
All right, guys, just a brief interruption from this conversation with Britt and Tara to talk about Four Sigmatic. So you know that I am obsessed with mushroom coffee. Mushroom coffee from Four Sigmatic is real, organic, fair trade, single origin, and all about that productivity and alertness. It's also full of adaptogens, which we love. Adaptogens help us focus, help our bodies maintain homeostasis, and really help us from getting those caffeine jitters from traditional coffee. So lately, what I have been loving from Four Sigmatic is their lion's mane, which is all about productivity and also their chaga. Chaga is my ultimate favorite and always has been, which is for immune support. So lately I've been starting every day with my Four Sigmatic mushroom coffee with lion's mane, and I just love how it helps me get shit done. In fact, I had a nice big mug of it with some warm frothy coconut milk and some cinnamon before I recorded the intro and these ads so that I could just feel my best. And it gives me that alertness so that I can speak with clarity and feel amazing. It really helps me focus like nothing else. Mushroom coffee is also easy on the gut and doesn't leave me with that awful jittery feeling or midday crash. All of Four Sigmatic products are organic, vegan, and gluten-free. Plus, every single batch is third-party lab tested to ensure that it's completely pure and safe so you know that you're getting the highest quality coffee and mushrooms possible. Now you're probably thinking, does this coffee taste like mushrooms? I can guarantee you that it tastes just like the coffee you know and love. It brews dark and nutty and tastes incredible. We have had the founder, Taro, on the podcast. So just scroll back to, I believe, 2018 to hear that conversation. He's so cool. He has grown up foraging mushrooms. So this product, this brand could not be more aligned with his mission and what he came to this earth to do which we love. And also, Four Sigmatic backs their products with a 100% money-back guarantee. Love every single sip or get your money back. So we have worked out an exclusive offer with Four Sigmatic on their best-selling mushroom coffee, but this is just for the Balanced Blonde listeners. Get up to 40% off plus free shipping on mushroom coffee bundles. To claim this deal, you must go to foursigmatic.com blonde. This offer is only available for the Balanced Blonde community and not available on their regular website. You'll save up to 40% and get free shipping. So go right now to F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com slash B-L-O-N-D-E and fuel your productivity and creativity with some delicious mushroom coffee. Now back into this episode with Britt and Tara. So you guys have written a book. It's beautiful. We have it here. It's called Good Morning Intentions. Let's talk about the process of this book. Because as we were just saying, we sat at Alfred Coffee three plus years ago and talked about the potential of this happening. So tell us the journey. I'll start. Yeah, Britt, start. So so we knew that we wanted to write a book and it was something that I had thought of a lot growing up and Tara had as well, but wasn't really sure what the book would be about or how it would come forward. So we actually just started the manifesting process and wanted to start to get the intuitive, inspired energy flowing. So we decided to go to Big Sur. And we were like, we're going to go to Big Sur. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to go out into the redwoods with nature and just see what flows through us. So we were out there. And actually, during that trip, we connected with a 
intergalactic council that showed themselves in the middle of the redwoods we were glamping and they came down and we saw like this blue stripe of energy and there were you know um how many there was there was over like 20 people surrounding this thing surrounding this campground yeah so we were definitely brought there you both saw yes that's so cool yes yeah that's just so affirming yeah more than one person yeah Yeah. right i'm like right you can see that and she's like oh yeah and there's one right here and they all look different right they did they were very like eclectic kind of Mm -hmm. funny looking and then we had this experience with a moth where the moth like came down and it hit tara and then it hit me and then it went into the fire and it died and there was just all of this sequence of events where we were like oh my gosh this moth just came to show us that this is our mission and and then we looked up the meaning of the spirit animal moth and it was very much what we felt where the moth is attracted to the light and like is of the light and will basically stop at nothing to go to the light especially for us, like bring other people along. So we had all of these messages and we just started writing that night out in the woods. And we just had no real plan as far as what we were going to write about. We just started flowing and telling the story of what was happening and sharing different things that had helped us. And that was kind of the very beginning kindlings of it, but it was a long journey after that. We kind of forgot about it and let it go after that trip. And we had had Energy Muse, the Energy Muse girls on our podcast, and they told us their story of how they wanted to write a book and a publisher reached out to them so they didn't have to do the whole sending things out. So after that podcast, I told Tara, I would like to manifest that happening for us, like it just being very easy and aligned and that we don't really have to do too much work to make it happen. And not too long after that, we had a publisher reach out to us and it was New Harbinger who had worked with The Untethered Soul and Michael Singer. So that to us was like a huge synchronicity because that's one of my favorite books. Me too. Right? Of all time. So we just knew it was right and did all that physical book agent process. And then from that point, we were really starting to think of what do people need the most and what has helped us the most and what is a gift that we can give with our first book that can actually help people to experience something. Yes, we experience when we read and when we listen, but we wanted it to be this visceral, like physical mental experience because so much of what we do is kundalini and that's what we give to people a lot is this experience of a class so how can we bring that to life through a book and from that point we had no idea all of these rituals came through so that's what the book is now it's 21 rituals and we really tapped into what has helped us in different phases and stages that we've gone through, different things that have helped us in our life that we've struggled with, that we've focused on at different periods. And just it just all started coming together. Like, you know, people need help with stress and anxiety. People need, you know, help and guidance with letting the universe take the wheel and surrendering control, which we've been talking about a lot today. And they just all started coming through and started creating themselves. So amazing. Yeah. Do you guys have a favorite ritual in the book? 
I'm doing one right now that I love actually because Britt wrote this one. So it was fun for me to do it. And yeah. I kind of wrote it for her. Yeah, she kind of oh, wrote it so for perfect. me. And she told me, I was like, okay, all right. It's it's called Attract and Amplify Love. And it's interesting because it's a meditation it, within so many other things. Like there's a warm up and there's a mantra and there's a meditation and there's a visualization and you know nutrition and something kind of fun for this one nutrition wise but i've done this meditation before but not like not i have never done it for 40 days and so it's been really cool to do it because it is literally cracking my heart center open and it's the meditation actually fixes and adjusts let's not call it fix adjusts your magnetic field above, you know, starting with above your head and I can feel it. And for the first couple of days of doing this whole ritual, I was experiencing something that I didn't experience during this meditation before. And I'm like, I think because I'm ready for it now. And it's just been like magical on my end. So I'm like, if I'm having this experience with this one, I know so many people are also having experiences with so many of these other rituals. And it's been cool because people have actually written in and started telling us some of the most wild stories already. And we're doing a 40 day challenge right now. So we're um, like, like a third or sorry, two thirds the way through. And people are just like, oh my God, this is wild. So that is so cool. Yeah. Wait, so what's the nutrition aspect of that one? This one at the very end, you, you eat a green apple. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. You eat a green apple. Cool. And it's just simple green apple. Mm -hmm. Some of them are recipes, but that one came through specifically for the heart chakra. Mm -hmm. And it was just something that I visually saw and I was like, okay. And that's kind of how this whole book came together. Like it would be pieces and then we would start something and then would get a message about something. And it was so fun. Special. Yeah. Very cool. So if you guys had to choose a ritual in there for me to do, as you both know me very well, which one would you choose? Or maybe not one, but you know, maybe a couple or whatever Hmm. you think. (laughs) Well, from, from my end and I'll I think what Britt said earlier, that ritual number three, let the universe take the wheel. Reverse control. (laughs) Letting go just a little bit, you know, it's like, it's the active surrender of like allowing Britt and I have been talking about this, you know, together, we talk a lot, you know, to kind of get us how we create together. We start talking about a lot of stuff and we've been talking about like surrendering and how like the active surrendering is not just giving up. It is really like allowing the energy to flow through you opening up so that you can, you know, experience something beyond what you were ever, ever able to even conjure up or imagine. And it takes a lot of trust to surrender. And so this is a really cool ritual for that. And um, what would you say? No, I like that one too. When yeah. I mentioned it, I was feeling like you would love that one. And then I think you would also love ritual 18 energy boost for the nervous system just because you've been doing such deep healing and have gone so deep and so much has shifted within your physical body and all of it, your mental body, your aura. But I think that would be a nice just boost for the nervous system after everything that you've been doing and on this journey that you've been on to just strengthen it. Okay, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to do both. Yeah. Energy boost is really fun. This one came through on my end and like we like to do it's funny oh yeah this is so fun it's really fun and it does 
it feels like a whole body like boost. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I wish there was video yeah. on this and podcast ends- because Brit's demonstrating yeah. for us <laughs> and I want to do it. I want to start doing it. If yeah. I wasn't holding my microphone. Yeah. But I cannot wait to dive into these. It's really fun. And, you know, I think what the way we created this was it's for anyone and everyone. It's for people who have been practicing Kundalini Yoga for their whole lives some people that are new to it or that have never done it before. And Britt and I have a style where we just like to make things really easy and relatable while still honoring, very much honoring the teachings. And, you know, everything had to really be approved in here. And, you know, it's very, very true to the, like, the teachings of Kundalini Yoga. Who did you have it approved by? The Kundalini Research Institute had to approve it. Yeah. It was a very extensive it was process extensive. that we yeah, had no idea about. <laughs> yeah. So it's like extra legitimized. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just accurate, right? It's accurate in the way we we like to pull in like mindset things and we like to pull in visualizations and journal prompts and getting your mindset also in tune with the energy body. And so it's just kind of fun because it's very much in written form how Britt and I like to teach. Yeah. Yeah so amazing. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited about it. It's so beautiful. And I'm so proud of you guys. The cover is gorgeous. I know you guys went through a lot of iterations of the cover. It's hard to get something perfect that you just, that represents what you're going for. Right. Yeah. So so good. So if we were to back up a little bit for anybody listening who doesn't even really know what Kundalini is, which is where I was at like five years ago. What is it? Just like a simple explanation. Yeah, it's it's an ancient practice and it is really called the yoga of awareness. And it does just that. It helps you really become aware of how you're thinking, how you're feeling, your thought patterns. And there's, okay, let's just say there's so many different parts of, of or different kinds of yoga out there. And I love a lot of different kinds of yoga, but when I first found Kundalini, it was the one that has, you know, the, there's so much that it works on all at one time. So it works on the full 10 bodies. So it it really is working to accelerate and raise up your Kundalini energy, which is lives inside of you. It's always been there. And it gives you this sense of experiencing yourself at a deeper level, combines breath work and mantra and angles and triangle and, you know, movements and, and you're just really, it can be feminine. It can be masculine. It can be feminine and masculine at the same time. It can be peaceful. It can be active. It can be so many things. And there are so many different kriyas, which are sets of movements and so many different kinds of breath works. And it's just one of those practices that makes you feel something. And it makes you feel something that maybe you weren't aware that you could feel. At least that was my experience with it in the very beginning. And I think, was that yours too, Britt, where it made you feel something you didn't know you could feel? Yeah, it kind of allows you to dig a little deeper. And my first experience was really emotional. And it was these suppressed emotions that I had been holding on to that was able to release and come up in a way that I hadn't been able to at that point in time before with those specific emotions. So yeah, it's just aptogenetic, I say, (laughs) for what you need. It's so true. It's so amazing. I think I, I told this story four years ago when you guys were on the podcast, but 
it's so true that when something is supposed to come into your life, like Kundalini, it will make its way into your life. I feel the same way about a lot of things, pretty much everything. And I had been just so intrigued by Kundalini before I met you guys, barely knowing what the word meant, but like books were falling off shelves and I was buying them. And then I met you guys in the most serendipitous way. And you guys were my first teachers. And then you brought me to your teacher, one of your teachers, Tage. Yes. And that was so life-changing as well, where that was really the first time in Tage's class where I was having full visions that were then coming to fruition. Yes. It was the coolest thing ever. Oh my god! when you like, oh, realize your own power. It was so exciting and all that stuff is still so exciting. I think what you just summed up is like, it helps you to realize your own power and through an experience, through an experience. And it moves, like where it said, so much energy, like it moves so much emotional energy. And sometimes it's blissful and sometimes it's like, oh my God, I've been crying on the floor for an hour and I don't know why. And now it's funny. Like it's, it's funny, funny now. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. like, why am I still crying? Like just let it out, you know? Yeah. 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 When it becomes funny, you know it's good. Yeah. You're like, okay. <laughs> what I'm trying to focus on, like Ram Das always talked about the humor of spirituality. Yeah. And I hold on to that all the time. I'm like, it's not supposed to be so serious. No. Times get serious, yes. But at the end of the day, like we kind of came here to play and laugh and have fun mm -hmm. and learn, but it's not so serious. Really, nothing is, you know? No. Not when you shift your perspective. Yeah. And, you know, I, I always, I connect with Jesus a lot as an ascended master. So not necessarily through religion. And he's always so funny and fun and joyful and lighthearted. And I always tell people that. And some people are like, really? Really? Like, <laughs> I know he's portrayed very, very serious. And I think there are definitely things that you can be serious about. But for me, he always comes in and is like, Let's have fun. Like, what do you need? Are you good? Like, what else do you want to bring into your life? Kind of, you know, he just play. he plays, he's playing. He's a high, high frequency is joy and playfulness and fun and love. It's like, it isn't quite so serious. That's so true. Yeah. It's all about joy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Kelsey Patel, who I know you guys were with earlier. Yeah. Yes. She, I, on a couple of days ago, she was on the podcast again and she said she protects her joy as if she's a lioness. And I love that. It's like, oh my God. And that's so her. Mm -hmm. She's yes. actually like a lion in human form, yes. which is in the best way, mm -hmm. just so powerful and beautiful. And when I think of her, I think of joy. And when I think of you guys, I think of a lot of joy. I love that. That's such a beautiful way to think about it. And I think of children too, and how we all just came to this planet in this pure form, unprogrammed and just in our true essence, really connected to our soul and source. And that's their life is play and joy. I have two little girls and I just watch them and remember it's this activation of remembrance that that is truly who we all are is joy and play and of course yes there's emotions and ups and downs but that's the core is wanting to play and have fun mm -hmm. so true yeah and Everest knows how to play she yes. she's <laughs> one playful little girl she is. <laughs> she's so fun and she's four now yes or 
Wow. Or sorry, she's almost five. Oh, she's almost five. She's going to be five next month. <laughs> that is so wild yeah. to me. Yeah. She likes to mess with people too. Yeah, it's funny. I feel like there's, you know, it's just this funny, playful energy that kids have where they're like, I'm going to kind of mess with you and laugh about it. <laughs> I can totally see up. that. Yeah. Totally see that. Yeah. They're our little teachers. It's uh-huh. so wild. They are. Just like our animals, which we also have been talking about. Yes. They're our teachers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. My little Rex. Mm-hmm. I love that dog. That yeah, dog has really helped me. He's helped soften me and he's also helped really ground me. And also I realized too, you know, through there's everything is a, is a teacher, right? Like the, the dog really has helped me realize how much I worry about a lot of things. You know, I worry that he's going to get out of the house if he's not with me or that he's not okay, or that he's going to be, you know, sad if I leave him for an hour when I know he's fine. You know, a lot of that worry stuff kind of came to the surface when I got him and he's just a little, I don't know. He very much reminds me of of Huddy, just kind of like a little wise teacher that doesn't take a lot personally, even though I think he might take it personally. He's not. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 They teach us so much. I love them. They're such old souls. I want him to live forever, but I know, you know, that would I be know. mean to him and his little body. <laughs> exactly. Oh, trust me. That's the main thing. Right. I think about. I'm like, you With need Huddy. to live forever. Yeah. yeah. My little Huddy man. Right. He's only five. So. You've got so many yeah, years. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He seems so much older just because his energy is so wise. I yeah. Know. He really matured. Like, <laughs> it's funny. I know it probably sounds so it. funny. No. But when he was a kitten, he no. was such a kitten he was so rambunctious and when people haven't seen him in a while like a couple years they're like he's very mature which I love because yeah he was like a he was just a wild little kitten who used to rip everything up and like Mm -hmm. attack my legs every day but he's changed (laughs) he's evolved he's changed yes (laughs) yes yes okay you guys can we talk about how much I love healthy soda And not just any healthy soda, but this amazing healthy soda alternative, Olipop. I think you've heard me talking about it. I've been posting about it all over my Instagram stories because I just love the nostalgia. I love the flavor. Jonathan and I go through a case a week. They are the healthy alternative to soda. So it tastes just like the sodas that we all grew up with, but without the spoonfuls of sugar and artificial ingredients. They have so many nostalgic flavors that will remind you of your childhood. I imagine sitting in a diner in Sacramento after Sunday school having a root beer float, which is what I did every Sunday with my dad and my best friend. So they have delicious flavors like vintage cola, classic root beer, orange squeeze, cherry vanilla, and strawberry vanilla. I am currently loving the orange squeeze. I'm just on a citrus kick. Don't ask me why. Citrus everything right now. And I just love the way it tastes. So they use functional ingredients that combine the best benefits of prebiotics, plant fiber, and botanicals to support your microbiome and benefit your digestive health. So a lot of people don't even realize that they are not getting enough fiber in their diet. And if you take probiotics or if you eat fiber-rich foods, then you will love the fact that Olipop supports a healthy gut microbiome thanks to the prebiotics and botanical extracts and the nine grams of plant fiber in each can. So don't be one of the 95% of American adults that don't get enough fiber. You want to be 
having that digestion flowing smoothly and Olipop will definitely help. And it tastes amazing. All of their products are non-GMO, vegan, paleo, and keto-friendly with less than eight net grams of carbs per can. And they're so confident that you'll love their products that they offer a 100% money-back guarantee for orders placed through their website. So we have worked out an exclusive deal for our TBB listeners. Receive 20% off plus free shipping on their best-selling variety pack. This is a great way to try all of their delicious flavors. Go to drinkollipop.com slash blonde or simply use the code blonde at checkout to claim this deal. That's D-R-I-N-K-O-L-I-P-O-P.com slash blonde. This discount is only valid for their variety pack, which is fun because then you get to try every flavor. Olipop can also be found in over 3,000 stores across the country, including Whole Foods, Sprouts, Kroger, Wegmans, and Erewhon. I know that you will love. And just one final tip is that when you improve your gut health, you will improve your immune system, improve brain fog, if you have any brain fog, and improve your skin and your sleep. So you can look forward to those benefits. Now let's get back into this episode with Britt and Tara. So, okay, so you mentioned the um, intergalactic beings that you guys talk to. Let's talk about aliens. What are any other like experiences (laughs) you guys have had? Yeah, yeah. It's funny. What do you think? Well, I, so I feel like specific, it's funny. I'm visually seeing more photography of aliens recently, but I actually haven't had like specific connection with them or any of them so far up until this point, it's been a lot of connection with the ascended masters and like specific angels. So like Archangel Metatron is a big one that I'll connect with a lot. And I'll just have specific guides come in for like shorter periods of time recently that I'll connect with. And it actually started with my mom who passed away. I don't know if I mentioned this on the last podcast, but my mom passed away almost five years ago now. And when she first passed away was when I started receiving messages from her and hearing messages and understanding what that unseen connection looks like, which I know aliens, people do see them physically sometimes, but a lot of times people connect with aliens in a similar way as angels and guides. So that was kind of my first in to it. And then it's just started opening up. But I believe just like people that we connect with certain beings, whether whether it's an alien or an angel or a guide or a past loved one, when we're supposed to have that connection and supposed to come in contact for a specific reason. And I do feel like some alien energy will be coming in. But yeah, I haven't had much, but I love hearing about it. Definitely. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, you are very alien. Like even just the way that I see people's faces shapeshift. Yeah. You are very, you have a lot of alien connection, a lot of alien ties. Do you see anything specific? I do. (laughs) I do. Well, okay. So, well, since you've been here, I've seen a whole lot of white all around you. So much white. It like bursts out of your entire head and being. And the alien energy, it's like your face starts to shift into something that reminds me of very alien, but 
I always say to people, alien is just something that's other than us. So it's like, it's not the way that, you know, we always think the aliens look in movies or anything. It's just everything like rearranges on the face. And then I see, oh yeah, that's not, that's not a human soul all the way. Although I think you've had many human lifetimes. And then I see, I'm really looking. Yeah, you're so open. <laughs> I see I see Native American woman, oh. older, you know, very ancient. I also saw a frog really quick. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never seen a frog before like that. So that was really cool. Wow. And yeah, so much wisdom in the eyes, so much openness. I see all those things oh and more. It's beautiful. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so fun. I know. What about yeah. you and aliens? Well, I think, you know, we shared this on the last podcast, but the whole experience after we saw a healer in New York, when Britt and I got the message for to, to birth Elevate the Globe at the time, it was, it was me coming together with Britt. She had already kind of started on this path and it was us coming together to, to work together. And I, at this point, because I can see, like I said, I see like visuals in my third eye that sort of overlay on, you know, on the current reality. Well, this was almost as though a dome came over and I was physically seeing beings. And so for me, it was like kind of similar to what you're saying of like, they're not, you see visuals of aliens and they're not, they don't quite look like what you think they're going to look like. You know, these, it was more angelic beings that did not look like what I thought that they would look like, but some of them were magnificent in the way that they portrayed themselves. Some of them were not, they were just kind of like a little bit like, what? <laughs> like, huh? <laughs> and there yeah. were colors and, but I would see their, their outlines and, and I was physically actually with my eyes seeing it. And so that was a big like connection in terms of physically seeing, but it's interesting because I look at where I get a lot of my guidance and a lot of it has been, I, I didn't think I, I had understood this until recently that a lot of it has been coming from this council that Britt and I have seen separately and also together that is not that clear yet. Like the, the full on council is not that clear, but I get messages from this one frequency. And it feels very much like, I don't know if it's, I'm not quite sure what it is, but it feels really good. And it feels very much at home. Like it's, you know, one of the like soul family of mine, you know, the people that brought through the, the angelic beings that brought through Elevate the Globe, I knew were familiar. I gave them all hugs. I said, thank you so much for helping me remember. I just knew that we were so connected. They were like purple and yellow beings. And I was like, thank you, you know, but I, I don't necessarily have something so clear to share at this point. Like Britt was saying, it's kind of like, I know that's where it's coming from, but I don't know if I would label a council of sorts that other people have connected to. It feels very, very much connected to the mission of Elevate the Globe. And then I also just really connect to my higher self like a lot because I feel like I can have that gift of being able to really see what's happening 
But I'm excited because I feel like maybe the next time we're on your podcast, there's going to be a whole story of how it like opened up again and I can share it. And I'm like really manifesting that yeah. because that seems like a really fun experience to have on the planet. Totally. So long way of answering, but kind of like there's this council and they're making themselves clearer and clearer. And they're not the same council that we saw in Big Sur. They're not. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And they at one point told me the name was the um, the Stargate Alliance. And it came oh, through wow. at like 3 a.m. But again, I don't know if that's exactly who it is either. But wow. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for more of it. It's this. getting clearer. <laughs> yeah. It's getting yeah. clearer and clearer. Yeah. So and cool. I think it's happening for a lot of other people too. Yeah. If you look oh, at the yeah. astrology for right now that's happening, it's really a lot of people that are evolving and growing and shifting are starting to be able to have the ability to connect in those higher frequencies yeah. because it's just a frequency. Exactly. It's just a frequency. It's just, they live higher because yeah. we're a very dense reality at, we're here on, on we the really planet. Are. Mm-hmm. So if you can get your astral body out there. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I you love can go it so, so high. Much. <laughs> so good. So good. And I'm seeing a lot of orange in you. Orange. Ooh. Is that something you felt? The um, my sacral chakra. This is also an ascension symptom of meaning growth, right? It's just ascension is just ever evolving growth. Like my, it kind of it kind of shut down so that I could heal. Like for lack of a better, like my sex drives shut down. Everything kind of went inward. And now that passion for life and that feminine energy is like really coming back online and I'm playing with it. Like I feel really called to dancing and to um, more feminine practices in the Kundalini yoga and like working with the heart center and, and working and like kind of embodying more of that, just full on letting people see that wild side of me that I don't know if I've ever really let anyone see. Wow. I love that. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's coming. Orange I'm morphing. Yeah, morphing into something. Orange bursting out of you. Yeah, it's really cool. It makes me happy because I'm like, okay, that's that's the the life force. That's the passion. That's the thing that gets things moving. Is that yeah. that sacral like creative energy? It is. It really yeah. is. Wow. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So you mentioned like the ascension and the elevating. So we were talking about this before we started recording, kind of elevating into the fifth dimension and what that means and how it can be hard. I mean, it's amazing, but it can be hard because we live here in this 3D reality in a way. So yeah, what have been your guys' experiences with that? Yeah, I think it's a lot of the transition that we're feeling, that all three of us are feeling and so many people on the spiritual path are feeling right now is what's been happening on the planet where there's been such a split, especially over the past year with 2020. We've seen duality get stronger and stronger in both directions with the light and the dark. And in the 5D, there's no duality. It's not present. You're not experiencing it. You're in that balanced, centered, connected to source place. And you're not pulled by the darkness and the light you're just, you just are. And yes, those things are present on both sides in the 3D and the 4D, but it's that plane where you're able to observe and yes, be here. Yes, we're still here, of course, in physical bodies because some people can get really confused with that. Like there are physical 3D, 4D, 5D. 
there are physical planes of that. But but when we're talking about it, we're talking about it as far as consciousness. So when you're in the fifth dimension of consciousness, you're able to still be here and experience, but you don't have to actually interact with the duality. And so being in that energy more and more just sets you free. Yes. Right? Like yes. that's just the easiest way to say it. it. <laughs> oh my God. You're reminding me of a dream that I had last night. I'm like freaking out because I just, for, I totally forgot that I had this dream. I knew my dreams last night were full of so many messages, so many interesting things that I need to start writing my dreams down because yes. I never do. Yes. I always think, oh my God, please remember this. But there was some really interesting dream I was having about the light and the dark and what the dark is and how it exists inside of all of us, but how even the dark wants to be light. And it was, it's, it's not explainable in words, the dream, but it was very much like the oneness consciousness that we all are and what the darkness and the light is and how much the darkness needs to evolve into the light. And like, there were a lot of keys to my own healing in this dream. And I felt so at peace and yeah, now I got to just dream that up again because there were so many answers in there too. Mm. Wow. Mm. I yeah, love that. Like, mm-hmm. like the darkness, you need the darkness. Like where I think often really want to shy away from it or like don't want to, a lot of people when they're manifesting, like don't want to be saying that they're, you know, saying a negative thing or thinking a negative thing. They want to push it away. And we we don't realize that like that contrast is like everything. The darkness is kind of like everything in this physical reality because it shows you like your GPS. It's like if you don't have the contrast, you may not have the appreciation, the understanding, the knowing, the right coordinates to where you need to go if you know where you know you don't want to go. And if you don't know where you don't want to go, that's a lot of yeah. don't know where you don't want to go. But that's what the contrast is there for. And so it's very much like a battery, like it has a positive and negative charge and it powers up the remote. Like you need both. And if we're too much on one side and that becomes is kind of where you work things out in the fourth dimensional consciousness is the third dimension. You're, it can be very much like only one way of thinking. And a lot of times it's dense and even sometimes it can be really light energy, but almost so far on the light that you're not using the dark to move. And so once you start to look at both, they spin or you get almost like spinning around each other to, to push you upwards, right? It's the rocket fuel, the dark. And so I think it's really cool. It can be very confronting. It almost always is. And it can be very painful to work through some of that, but it's like the fuel to getting where you want to go. I it mean, is. I have it tattooed on my hand. Why guru? Yeah. It's like the indescribable ecstasy from moving from the darkness to the light. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no matter what consciousness you're at, you still want contrast. Even in the fifth dimensional energy, you can still call in contrast to help you move. Because the fifth dimension to me is like a really cool goal because it's the hardest, like in a way to kind of get to. There's so much to experience beyond that. Like so much. Like the fifth for me is like baseline where I want to be because it's peaceful and loving. And then it's like, how much further can we go? How much further can we go? And like, it's the, you look at the contrast so much different. You're like, oh, that's just cool. I'm going to ride that out so I can see where I want to go next. And you're at peace with it. 
That's so beautiful. I love that explanation so much. This whole stuff is so fun. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's fun for us to talk about. It's really fun. Because I think a lot of people are experiencing it. Yeah. Yeah. No, a lot of people are. Yeah. And a lot of people, yeah, are in in the thick of that darkness. And it's hard to remember when you're feeling it that there is a contrast and that I always believe the darker you can go, the darker you have been, the lighter that you can reach. So very thankful for like the pits of hell that I've experienced and seen and the demons and everything, because then I knew, well, not in that moment, but there is like, whoa, on the complete other end of that, even a deeper contrast of magnificent light and healing. It's so important to remember. Yes. Yeah. No, I truly believe that. I feel like that's one of my biggest just lessons and kind of aha moments of this lifetime so far. And I'll experience it and then I'll experience it again. And then I think I'll think I'm done and then it will happen again. Oh, yeah. I always think I'm done. And then I'm like, I haven't even gotten started. (laughs) Yeah. But you can appreciate it when you actually feel what that energy can alchemize and transform into and how powerful it is. Yes. So beautiful. Yeah. Love so much. It's amazing. I'm so happy we're all on this journey. Right. Together. Thank I goodness. know. We're all in like this little love bubble in here. Yeah. <laughs> I hope everyone can feel it. We're, I feel like we're all in a little bit of an ethereal place right now. We are. Mm-hmm. It's such a vortex. Ever yeah. since you guys got here, it was such a vortex. I just a little like, whoa. Your faces were shifting. <laughs> I just knew we were immediately in a vortex. I know. I was like pouring my heart out and um, we all were. Yes. yes. Like, it's very special. Hopefully this will make sense for you guys. I know. I think it will. <laughs> I think I, it will. I think it will. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you guys a couple of the rapid fires yes. even though I believe you know we might have done them four years ago but they have changed <laughs> four years yeah that's crazy I know um what are your sun rising and moon signs my sun is a Libra my rising is a Libra and my moon is a Pisces mm-hmm. <laughs> my sun is a Cancer rising Capricorn and moon is Libra Oh, wow. Libra yeah. moon. Yeah. Cancer. Yeah. Cancer sun. Oh, I mean, Libras and Cancers. They're just mm-hmm. my favorite signs. Sorry. <laughs> they're my favorite signs. There they are. So, of course. Well, it's interesting. What are yours? I want to know. So, okay. Libra sun, sun, Cancer moon. Yes. And Aquarius rising. Okay. I remember we had opposites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I think it's, you know, it's mm-hmm. why you, like, if, so everyone listening, it's like, your moon sign and your sun sign in partnerships, if they complement each other, those are the one like, like for example, Brit and I have, I have a moon that's a water sign. She has a sun that's a water sign. We're both sun sign Libras. We understand. Brit's moon's also a Libra and my sun is a Libra. So, and you, you have, a, what was yours again? Sun, Libra sun? Sun, Libra, Cancer moon. Cancer moon. Aquarius rising. Yes. Yeah. And moon. also Pisces mm-hmm. moon. So it's like, there's yeah. understanding of like, the moon and the sun are the the understanding. A lot of times if you look at like marriages, the the moon sign and the sun sign of one person or both people will complement oh, each right. other. Yeah, that makes so much sense. Because people are like, I don't know, like some of these sun signs don't go together. It's like, well, the moon sign yeah, a lot it goes of times a lot goes with, with the moon. The sun. It's so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jonathan's a Pisces moon. Yeah. He's such a Pisces moon. And I love that about him because uh, it, yeah. it 
and he's a Leo son. Mm -hmm. And so he has that fire. I love Leos. Yes. And, but his Pisces moon, like, I feel like that describes him quite a bit more than his Leo son. Mm -hmm. And then he's a Virgo rising. Which I need. I have no yes. earth in my chart. So it's a little helpful. <laughs> <laughs> little helpful. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Where do you guys see yourself in five years? Oh, gosh. <laughs> kind of a hard question, especially now. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I think the biggest thing that I am really expanding and working on is just deeper experiences and deeper it really comes down to deeper love Mm -hmm. so so deeper love with myself and and just the universe and everyone around me so whatever it is that manifests in five years as far as the physical reality I know it will be much much deeper and that just feels so much more rich Mm -hmm. like it just has a lot of depth yeah so beautiful thank you yeah <laughs> no that's not a concrete answer but <laughs> yeah but it is though yeah. <laughs> I like it I like it a lot it could be a feeling a feeling in five years in five years I can't quite tell you exactly what would be manifested because my sort of view at the moment what the trajectory that I'm going is really facing a lot of fears and moving through them and surprising myself. So the manifestation in five years that I would like to be living is one that is so surprising to my current self because it's just like beyond what I could imagine. I love that. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. Take me, I just like, let me keep opening. Let me keep facing these fears and you know, Brett helps like to that. push me off the ledge sometimes and <laughs> get me to do stuff. I, she's, this has been our relationship our whole lives. Like she pushes me to do stuff that's uncomfortable. And it, the more that I do that, the faster I expand. Right. And the faster my, my mental body starts to really adjust to a more expanded way of living and the surrender and the trust flows in. And it's just like, I see possibilities of things that I look at myself five years ago and was like, there was no way I would ever have thought that was actually possible. For sure. Like we wrote a book, like what? Yeah. Like I, that was like an beautiful. exciting thing when I was a kid. I was like, I would love to write a book that it's like, yeah, I you didn't guys wrote a book. You did that. <laughs> it's so amazing. You know? Yeah. 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 yeah I like that answer. Surprise yeah. yourself Surprise out myself. of your wildest dreams. Yeah. So good. Coffee or tea? Tea. Coffee. Morning or night? Morning. I'm going back and forth. I'm kind of, well, okay. Today morning, mm-hmm. <laughs> today morning, last That's week good. night. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. always shifting. Yeah. Who are your teachers and mentors? Mm. I'm going to say right now, it's just not very physical. I always, I feel like it changes all the time. Yeah. But right now it feels very much like that source energy, that love. So good. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's the same for me. I I really go to my higher self for guidance. I love that so much. Yeah. If you were a color, what color would you be? Violet. Ooh, love. Oh my gosh. Um, (laughs) I think for me, it would probably be yellow. Yellow. Yeah. Pretty. Yeah. (laughs) They go well together. Yes. Violet and yellow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And what's on the horizon for you guys? What's coming up? So... A lot of travel as things open up, definitely. Mm-hmm. And a lot of just growth. I think I'm just really excited to share 
the teachings that we're so passionate about more and more with so many more people and just continue to speak and teach. And that's really what excites me is like travel and more connection and and with my little girls, just having them grow and expand and experience more of the world as things are opening up, Mm -hmm. hopefully, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think it is definitely a lot more travel. I'm feeling really called to go down to Mexico for a while to probably Sayulita and maybe set up shop there for a little bit. And, you know, if Mexico will have me, (laughs) you know, just it's kind of, again, it's like a lot of, I'm still in the midst of facing a lot of fears that are able to like, I'm like, I never thought I could be living in another country. I would want to really do that. And I've been wanting to learn Spanish. So I'm like, okay, this would be perfect. And it feel so the call. Perfect. So we'll see. I, again, just feel like I'm just really open to some surprises. And more like, fun and more, more play. More fun. <laughs> <laughs> more play. Way more play. Play, play, play. play. Yeah. Beautiful. Way more play. And allowing, I think I'm I'm getting really ready to allow the world to see a lot more of me. It's so like as a projector, you know, that's really living in your design is like allow people to, you have to let people see you so they can find you because mm-hmm. they need to be found. Mm-hmm. And I do feel that. And I felt that my whole life and it never, I always felt rejected because I'd always try to go get the thing. And it was like, no, the thing has to come to me. Yeah. And I've always felt that. And, um, and it always works out like that. So I'm like, okay, I'm really working on like letting, who would I be today if nobody said anything, nobody cared, like nobody was going to, you know, say or judge or do anything that was negative. I'm like, who would I be? And I'm like, I probably would be way different. I mean, in terms of, I think I would be showing a lot more of my feminine, passionate side that I keep for myself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's why keep that for yourself. Yeah. There's some like wild woman coming out of me. Wild woman. (laughs) She wants to come out. Yeah. Okay. Leash her out. I know. I'm like, Britt's been like, let's take pictures. And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) No, I I get that. I get that with the picture thing too. Yeah. I I do. I used to do photo shoots all the time. You guys know. And like, I literally haven't done one in over a year for, you know, it's been COVID anyway, but like I cannot. And even for things that I've wanted to, I just like don't. And it's really interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like, you know, getting, working from one phase into another phase yeah. of life, but I finally feel ready to do that again. So maybe you do too. Yeah. That's what really it feels exciting. like. Yeah. Like being so seen, yeah. mm-hmm. like the allowing some of the d- depth and like the realness of who I am. Yeah. Because I think sometimes we all feel like people might judge you or, yeah. you know, and not everyone feels that way, but I certainly do if I'm really honest. So yeah. it's fun. You know, this journey is so fun. We're, um, you know, maybe always, we should have a group photo shoot. Yeah. We should. We should. <laughs> I'm like, do I want to do like kind of like naked photos. That's kind of what oh, I, yeah, that that's where I'm going. Yeah, I'm like, epic. I saw should. you post something in your bed on stories or mm, no, you that posted. was pretty sexy, like pretty yeah. out, of, out of my element for my brand. For but sure. It was inspiring mm-hmm. to Love me because I'm like, Jordan never used to post anything like that. And she's just getting more comfortable. And I'm like, you just got to start, Tara. And I tell this to yeah. a lot of people that we work with. You just got to start. And yeah. so you've got to tell yourself to be, that too. Yeah, it's not like a departure from who you are. It's like, yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. And I remember, I mean, there were some of those other photos like that I posted or that I almost posted that we took all at the same time mm-hmm. where I was like, 
because Jonathan's like that one. And I was like, I am so naked in that photo, <laughs> like beyond. Like that's not the one that I'm going to post. That's not the but one. I posted in like the lingerie, but like covered by the sheets. But it was still so great because I'm like, yes, there's this side to me as well. And to me, that also signifies health. It signifies healing. It's like, it's a good feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I like that for like you. Like confidence and loving the body. I love naked body. photos too. Yeah. I really do. Like really yeah. tastefully done. Naked photos with like a beautiful like female photographer or any photographer. I mean, mm-hmm. just like yes. so beautiful. Yeah. I think that don't, do you feel this way? Like the undercurrent for me is like full on like body and like acceptance of being in a physical body and just accepting mm-hmm. and loving every journey that the body goes through. Yeah. Like to me, it's it's like about the body and like yeah. being cool with being in the body and yeah. not hating the body. For sure. So exhausting. Yeah. It's not. No, no we're so lucky to have these bodies. Yes. Anybody. Yeah. Any human yes. is lucky to have anybody. Yes. That's how I feel. But it is certainly hard, like person to person for sure. I love anyway. it. Yay. And where can everyone find you? So the best place is Instagram at Elevate the Globe. And then our website is Elevate the Globe. And our book is on Amazon, Target, Barnes and Nobles, all the places that Yay. books are sold. So that's the <laughs> cool. best place. Yeah. So we're so Thanks, happy to guys. connect. Yeah. Thank you. We love Thank you. you. We love you so much. Love you so, so much. happy to do this. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to that episode. Britt and Tara are such lights in my life. You've got to check out their book, Good Morning Intentions. It will give you all the rituals and all the good stuff that you need to feel amazing and to just start incorporating more kundalini rituals in your life. They are such teachers, such dear friends in my life. I'm so thankful for them. I also want to thank the sponsors of today's episode, Sakara Life. For Sigmatic and Olipop, you can find all of the codes and links in the show notes for all of those brands and products. I love offering you guys discounts on all my favorite brands. You've got to get your hands on Sakara Life's healthy, prepared vegan meals with that code BLONDE20. And then, of course, for Sigmatic Mushroom Coffee, code BLONDE and Olipop Healthy Soda Alternative, code BLONDE. I just love all those products so much and I'm so thankful to work with those brands and I would love to remind you if you feel inspired to rate and review the show on iTunes send me a screenshot to jordanatthebalancewand.com so I can send you a free gift and finally thank you so much for being here I hope everybody has a soul on fire day and that you are feeling good wherever you are in the world right now I know a lot's going on and a lot of us are having somewhat of a hard time. If you are, you're not alone. And just know that I'm thinking about you. I'm always here. Come connect on The Balanced Blonde, on TBB Podcast Instagram. Follow us on TBB Podcast. We do giveaways there all the time. The account is looking really elevated thanks to Shelby from my team. And with that, I will let you guys head into your day. And I can't wait to talk soon. Sending you so much love. Mwah.